before we get started here today, we normally try to keep things light, stay away from politics, but with everything that's going on, it's definitely not political. Um, we wanted to make sure that everybody knew where we stand and how important we feel it is that everybody in this country and actually in this world, in this universe, is seen as an equal and has their own chance to equal rights. So we stand with the people who support Black Lives Matter. We support Black Lives Matter. And uh, if you are not educated in things and, and want to look some stuff up, there's a lot of great links and articles and, and information that's been available here in the last few few weeks in light of everything that's going on. But we want to make sure people know that we are here for anyone, no matter what, no matter what your color of skin, where your background is. Uh, Goat Radio is a place for everybody, and uh, we hope that things change for the better. Absolutely. Uh, really well said, Mike. Um, we are, it's all for one and one for all. We are here for each other. Um, it shouldn't take what it's, what's happening in the world just to give any person, any living being just dignity and you deserve that from birth. You just, you deserve to be respected right off the bat, no matter what your orientation is, no matter what skin color you are, um, no matter if you're gay, trans, anything where we support everyone. We should all support everybody. There's no reason to hate. There's zero reason to hate. It doesn't. You don't gain anything from hating somebody, and you definitely don't gain anything from being against somebody. So, go radio one one thousand and fifty million zillion bajillion supports not just Black Lives Matter, but everybody, absolutely anybody. Doesn't matter what your background is. We're here for you. I'm sure if you DM'd any of us and you had something you wanted to talk about, any of us would reach out. Um, We'd reach right back to you and try to give you a good peace of mind. And, you know, I think being accepting and supportive of the person next to you is really important. I think that's how we're going to keep growing. So I think it's really important that we did talk about this right before our incredibly hilarious podcast we have set up for you. All right. With that said, here's this week's episode of Goat Radio. Silver Roman shows and I'm back up on my game. I just toured the states for like 40 dates and I just touched back in Maine. I sold more records while I was gone than anybody I know. I got them having cows, I can't hold my horses and I'm feeling like the goat. I'm Welcome the goat. to Goat Radio. Emanating from quarantine, I am your host, Michael Sprague. That was Joseph Roy. He is Andrew Leahy. Yo, yo, yo. We'll get to your choices for this week's polls, but first, thank you to Spose for that intro music. You can catch him on Spotify and iTunes, just like Goat Radio. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help spread the goat word. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all your other podcatchers, but Age of Radio is the place we call home. Please help support the podcast by visiting ageofradio.org slash goatradio and shopping with our affiliated partners at the Bazaar. Also, a big thank you to you, the fans. We can't do the show without you. Your online interaction is what helps to fuel this podcast. If you want to stay in the know with what's going on with Goat Radio and have your voice be heard, please make sure you follow us everywhere. The main place is going to be the Facebook group. That's facebook.com slash group slash Goat Radio Podcast. Getting a lot of great feedback there, a lot of interaction with our polls. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at goat underscore radio. Each week we will be hosting multiple polls on a variety of topics and we'll bring them back here to discuss and break them down. If you want to support even further and show the highest level of support possible, buy merch. Teespring.com slash stores slash Goat Radio Podcast is the place where you can do that. Speaking of support, here is a quick word from one of our sponsors. Alright, time to get into it here. A little bit of a new format and formula, as we discussed at the end of last week's episode. Start off with the home opener. Quick little update with what's going on here in our own little world, our own little sphere. Uh, We touched on that a little bit here at the the top of the podcast, but a little more personal to you guys. How are you guys doing? And and, uh, 
know, what's uh, life been like this last week? <laughs> Andrew and I are in a standoff to who to start first. Oh, you talking to me? Oh, hi. So, um, not too much. Been working. Kids are getting bigger. Um, things are starting to open up a little bit more. Haven't been able to, like, go to the bar or anything like that, which I kind of missed that. I kind of missed going to the bar. I saw... Being at home alone is kind of getting old. I saw somebody online posted that they're, uh, they've been tipping themselves during, during quarantine so that they're not forgetting what it's like to have to tip somebody when they order a beer so good so so good yeah things are starting to open up a little bit more again you know like you know you, we started crossing state borders again and it's kind of nice to start feeling like we're going back to maybe not total reality because we're still like wearing masks everywhere and doing that whole thing and social distancing but i think we're starting to go in the right direction and i'm kind of ready to be back into a regular routine at this point. How about you, Leahy? Uh, you know, just back to work, living the dream, uh, continuing to work my booty off to make that green. Uh, and then, uh, you know, just been going out to eat every once in a while. We went out two weekends ago. We got this Friday coming up, and this Saturday we're going out on Friday for lunch, or for dinner and Saturday for lunch. So definitely staying more active and doing more things over the past couple of weeks this is your first week back with the cross goblins right uh no this is my third week back has it been three weeks has it yeah oh man that flew by yeah i did two weeks with four-year-olds and this week i'm helping zoe with one-year-olds yeah cross goblins same yeah but little 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 crotchy goblins yeah that i've been with them for two days (laughs) they're crazy all right Grudge match. Uh, anybody have any gripes remaining from the previous week's episode? Last week we talked about greatest of all time cocktail beverages. Margaritas was the number one pick. Yeah. I uh, think it's very fair. I, I talked to a lot of people about that episode and they, they all agreed. Although I did have one person in particular tell me that they think that margaritas suck and then we got it wrong. I don't understand how oh, you can think margarita sucks, but at some point, like you give the honorable mentions to those kind of back half drinks, and you have to pay homage to the drinks that every basic white girl, white guy, like every person drinks margaritas. Everyone drinks margaritas. Everyone. If you don't like margaritas, like what the hell? What the hell are you doing? Even his daughter drinks margaritas. Straight up. May loves that's margaritas. How, Big fan. So I'll get her to sleep. Just get her all hammered. <laughs> Uh, margaritas. No, I got, I got no problem. I didn't have it as my number one. Probably should have, but uh, I wanted to give mad respect to my favorite, the Long Island. So, uh, I have no grudges to hold from last week. I think that was a pretty clean cut ranking that we had. Uh, Lay any thoughts from last week before we move on? No, I'm in the same boat. It was nice and smooth. Uh, didn't have any issues with anyone. Uh, I support all people. Alright. I also support all alcoholic beverages, even Mountain Dew and Hypnotic, which didn't even make an honorable mention. I think we might have mentioned it, though. It's definitely one of my favorite concoctions that's not a normal concoction. What does Hypnotic taste like again? Uh, It's like Ocean Breeze. It's like Blue Raspberry, like a vodka kind of thing. It's, uh, oh, it's like con- cognac and fruit yeah, juice. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a fruity, fruity vodka. I've, you can, you can I, honestly I just drink it straight. It. Premium, yeah, premium French vodka, yeah. cognac, and fruit juice blend. That's what hypnotic is. Well, you can I've just drink never, it on the rocks. I've never seen either one of you drink like, oh, yeah, I love that gin. Or I'm a big Jameson guy. You guys are always like, hypnotic and then i think i mentioned puckers recently and you guys were like oh man i love puckers i do love puckers it's like a jolly it's like a jolly rancher melted down like a jolly exactly it's like a jolly rancher so all right with last week out of the way it is time for oh my quick game of the week we're back to games game now we're back to games wasn't it up wasn't it a game last week too technically 
I don't know. I don't remember. I don't. I, last week's gone. This week's on. Right. I remember last week being very. Um, uh, it took a lot of work. Yes, we had to do the match game, celebrities match and their game. drinks. I thought it, it was. was You're right. Good call. All right, this is the best game yet. All right. So, because we have done four different polls, and I thought Capri Sun's a great place to start, we are starting with a Capri Sun game. Capri Sun game. All right. All right. So, how this will work is there are ten flavors of Capri Sun. All of these flavors have been discontinued. So, what I would like you to do is think in your head on how good you think this Capri Sun would taste on a scale of one to five. Five being the best, one being the least. All right. You ready? Ready. Simple. First one, Dragon Fruit Punch. Five. Four. I think it's a Big solid dragon four. fruit guy. Remember Dragon Fruit Sobe? Mm, that was good. Mm, good stuff. Oh, my God. That was a Sobe energy guy. I don't know about the energy stuff, but the plastic bottles. No, so, yeah, well, originally, bottles. originally glass bottle, but Sobe energy was the orange one. Oh, whatever the dragon fruit was, that was. Oh, now I want dragon fruit. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't necessarily an energy drink. I mean, it did have ginseng in it, but. Oh, ginseng! All right, number two, lemon drop. Uh, That just seems like you're asking for kids to become alcoholics. Three. Probably a three. They have lemonade. What's the difference between lemon drop and lemonade? Yeah, because I don't know. I didn't. A lemon drop just tastes like lemonade. Right. I'm gonna go with a three as well. Lemonade Pino? got an entire. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, you're good. Lemonade got an entire vote on our poll. Wow! Shout out Joel Dewhurst. Uh, pina mango. It's like a pina colada, mango with mango. So like coconut mango. Yeah, sure. Say like two. Hmm. I'm gonna go with a three here. Big mango guy. I'll give it a two as well. Not a big coconut guy. All right, we're we're starting to get into the good stuff soon. Strawberry cooler. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was discontinued. Me too. I was disappointed. That's a solid five. Uh, Just tragic. It's a three. All right. Banana. One. One. Two two and a half. One. I'm going to go with a two. Is it like that Laffy Taffy? Yeah. That Laffy Laffy Taffy. taffy. Starfruit. I love starfruit. Four. I'm going to say two because I don't know what a starfruit tastes like. I'm going to go with a three. Alright. I don't know what the hell this is, and I don't know what it tastes like, but based on the name, Zapberry. Nope. What are you thinking? Two. Two if it's going to electrocute me. Oh, I'm in. All in the Zapberry. I'm thinking like it's a four. I'm thinking it's like a raspberry with like a blue raspberry. Yeah, it's like some kind of a sour juice. Joe's very concerned before he while he's like a half a second. While he's looking that up, can I run something by you? How does how disgusting does Sour Patch Kids cereal sound? Uh, it's just it sounds gross. It looks gross. I would never do it. Why would I want a sour cereal? Why would you want your milk to be sour? That's the one thing you don't want. Absolutely. I tried to look up, um, I just did Zapberry Capri and I didn't write Sun and I got nothing but, um, some supermodel named Capri in every type of beach location you could possibly imagine. Nice. Sounds uh, like your word is was, working. That was a fruitful result. I don't think she would ta- well, I don't think she would taste very good, so I'm going to go with like a one and a half. All right. So now on to the big three. You ready? Big three. Salmon. No You're way. <laughs> salmon Capri Sun. No. Make sure it's not salmon berry. It just said salmon. That's disgusting. Zero. I I, can't, I think I would want to be drinking a fish through a straw. I don't believe you. I swear, dude. Must have been like a Japanese thing or something. Yeah, like when you go to the Coke World and like Georgia. That's not even the worst one. Oh, we're still going. Did you give me a number for Salmon Joe? Yeah, he's at zero. zero. All right. Cinnamon chicken. <laughs> no. Way. Okay. Did, 
We went from like normal stuff to like stuff you would get in Vietnam. <laughs> That's not the worst one either. Uh, cinnamon chicken sounds like a one. Uh, I'm going with a one too. Thank goodness it's got the go cinnamon in there. I'm gonna go with a one. Cinnamon chicken Capri Sun is a real thing. It's from Morocco. Wow. Uh, and last but not least, blue cheese Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> This got, like, dark. This yeah, dark. I did not realize Capri Suns were this dark. This is awful. Uh, blue oh cheese is, like, a, I'm a hard pass. I'm a negative 10 on that. Absol- only time I have any blue cheese is with buffalo chicken. I can't even do that. I'm fine with it with buffalo chicken if they were like, hey, we don't have any ranch. Will you take blue cheese that doesn't have chunkies in it? And I'd say, eh, yeah. I, Same. I can deal with that. No chunkies. So there, are, f- so those were ten discontinued flavors. There are tw- ten other ones, so I didn't include them. So there are twenty discontinued flavors of Capri Sun. Can you just rattle the other ten off? Uh, if you give me a minute, I do not have them at the top of my head, but I can look it up. If I find them before you, I will. Uh... Challenge get a, accepted. Get a golden Already star. Already there. No, Already there. Good. Take that. All right. Lemon drop, pea, and a mango. Atlantic cooler, whatever that is. Sounds, Sounds like delicious. the opposite of a Pacific cooler, so it's That's disgusting. That's should be all for. I know. Tropical blast. That sounds yeah. delicious, too. Cool summer. Yep. Sounds great. Mystic dragon. Oh, yeah. Power team. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Tea berries. Yep. Five. Multifruits. Hmm. Like two. Ocean Freeze. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. Blue Bazberry. Bazberry. Monkey Sweat. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's it. I'm, uh, that's Pass. The last one. Well, that... And then there are other ones that are discontinued, but they're like different brands of Capri Sun. I see. Big fan of the yeah, roaring. I learned a lot of stuff today. Big fan of the roaring waters here. It's good roaring with... waters, good call. I didn't even. It's on the variant side. It's a, it's a good way to get your my daughter to drink what resembles water more than a regular Capri Sun. I respect that. Um, oh, just do what I do to my kid. Just give them a cup with like that you can't see it, and just tell them that it's like lemonade, but it's really water. <laughs> All right, that was a fun game. Yeah, it was good. and it leads us right into this week's menu, starting off with the soup of the week. The first poll to discuss is the Capri Sun, greatest of all time Capri Sun flavor. Um, we had some classics on there, like uh, the Mountain Cooler lemonade, fruit punch, and strawberry kiwi. But with a huge chunk of the votes, wasn't even close. Uh, Pacific Cooler was the runaway number one pick. That was yeah. impressive. It got like a, it got a lot of votes. It just started 52%. to steamroll. Fifty-two percent was the actual number, folks. It started to steamroll. Just it just it just wouldn't let up. Uh, there was, let's see, we had Tropical Punch, Wild Cherry, and I got No Love. So we had a total of seven different flavors. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. Um, Pacific Cooler. I just remember as a kid that being the the go-to flavor. You'd hope it was in your lunchbox when you opened up your lunch at uh, in the cafeteria. And Pacific Cooler, even though we're on the Atlantic coast, just uh, had a cool vibe to it, man. The California vibe. Pacific Cooler was the one where you could buy, like... You get like just the generic like mods walking to the grocery store. You want Capri Sun, she grabs one, and you get like the box that's just all Pacific coolers. Obviously, they had the multi packs, and you could get like whatever Cherry Rush and all that crap. But you would just be like, Mom, Pacific Cooler, like that's all I need. Yeah, Pacific Cooler is where it's at, to be honest with you. Uh, and unfortunately, like, there are other flavors that are good. Like, strawberry kiwi is a very good flavor, but very it isn't good. Pacific Cooler. Like, Mountain Cooler, fantastic, but it's not Pacific Cooler. You know what I think is, it's like, is most interesting about the Pacific Cooler, though? 
What? Look, look at the packaging. It's basically the same exact thing as a fruit punch. You sub out one of the fruits. And that makes the whole difference. Which fruit is it? Uh, from the looks of it, it's a green apple instead of a red apple. And, uh, let's see. And there's no, no oranges. That's pretty much it. That's crazy. Yeah, no, you're right. Huh. It's pineapple, green apple, grapes, and cherries. This is what they show in the packaging. I mean, that could be completely false, huh? Uh, from what I've found online, it says there's pear, grape, apple, pineapple, and orange juice concentrates in it. Okay. It was there. an explosion of process, processed fruity flavor that made you feel like the coolest on the playground. 100% Seems pretty true. legit. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you had to give a runner-up to the Pacific Cooler, who would it be? I think that strawberry the kiwi. yeah, I think the fans voted that right. Strawberry kiwi. Yeah, I'm still on the mountain cooler side, but that's fine. That was definitely a poll that I thought was gonna get. It got a ton of love, but I thought that it was gonna be like much closer than Pacific Cooler just like running away. I thought there was gonna be more diversity for sure. Uh, like, well, uh, more... a couple of quick facts on the stack guy here before here we uh, yeah. Before we go anywhere fun with this, Capri Sun started in Germany. Really? In 1969. Didn't come to the U.S. until 1981, and thank the Lord it did. Uh, also, Capri Sun, the original name of Capri Sun was Capri Sone. Uh, Capri being the same, Sone being S-O-N-N-E. There's uh, 49 flavors in the standard pouches. Uh, but 20 of them aren't continued anymore, so there's approximately 29 flavors around. Wow. With variants being the Standard, the Sport, the uh, Roaring Waters, Island Refreshers, 100% Juice, Sunrise, Super U, Slushy, and the Big Pouch. Ooh, Slushy. Yes, I and that is also discontinued. Have you ever seen the, have you seen the adult Capri Suns that they have now? They are very good. You can make your own adult Capri Sun by taking uh, a syringe with vodka and just squirting it into the Capri Sun packet. Oh, I will practice that someday. Yeah. I'm quite sure that if we got our hands on those Capri Suns that were like um, salmon and chicken, cinnamon, and whatever the hell else, I'm 99% sure we would all sit around a table and be like, all right, who's trying which one? Yeah, we'll just draft it. We'll get one of each I would, flavor I would draft. honestly try them all. I would try them all. Probably vomit in the process, but I would try them all. I don't think I could stomach salmon in liquid form. That sounds just... The sandwich is that's the one? Salt water. What about blue salt. cheese? Blue cheese, I mean like... There's probably chunks terrible. in it. No, if there was chunks in that, I wouldn't do it. No chunkies. No chunkies. No chunkies allowed in my Capri Sun. Well, speaking of something to chew on, we're, we're going to move on to the appetizer after this kind word from our sponsors. Alright, this week's appetizer course is the greatest of all time UFC fighter. Very contentious. Joe, you, uh, you picked this one. Ahead of UFC 250. Mm. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway? I thought that a lot of people on the poll, not that they got it wrong, because I need this to be clear, I am a ginormous Conor McGregor guy. I adore him. I don't care that he's a cocky fuck. I don't care that he, like took a, tr a dolly and threw it through, like, a coach bus window and injured a bunch of people. I love him. I do not think he belongs in the list of, like, the top five. I think there's fighters that deserve to be in there. I think that he draws, like, the biggest crowd and he's the biggest ticket. It's And don't take this the wrong way either, like, because I'm not comparing him to, like, Brock Lesnar. 
because Connor earned his way up the ranks where Brock Lesnar was just thrown into the ring and said, like, hey, can you sell tickets? Do you have muscles? Perfect. Here you go, buddy. Have fun. No stamina, by the way, with Brock. I thought that they got it right with Anderson Silva, though. I think Anderson Silva is, I don't know if it's clear in a way, the best. Because John Bones Jones exists, but John Bones Jones gets kind of knocked down because of how he gets suspended after every single fight. His legacy is essentially tainted at this point. But he might be without the drugs. Because he's not, I, I don't think he's ever been caught for steroids. I'm pretty sure it's always amphetamines or it's always pop. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was caught once for steroids. Sure. And then if that's true, I mean, but he still. is a pound for pound fighter. I think and it was, then, yeah. I think it was after he got suspended first time. So he's trying to get back into the, the swing of things. So I think that's right. when it happened. Right, right. And the other kind of takeaway, and we'll keep touching on this. I just want to touch on all my points, like off the bat to give you guys some time. Um, no one, including myself, put Chuck the Iceman Liddell in there. Yeah, that was a big and miss. I, huge miss. Huge miss. He was, back probably like 15 years ago at this point, was like the ticket to watch. Like you watched, if Iceman was fighting, you'd probably watch. He was a nasty fighter. So good. He's a champion. He made a lot of money. He earned his right up there. He was never given anything. Um... But no, I think that the fans got it right with Anderson Silva, although only a few votes back was Conor McGregor. And I think it's just because Conor McGregor was, it's not recency bias, what's the other word I'm looking for. He's on the TV. He is, like, he when Conor fights are happening, they promote the absolute hell out of them. So everyone knows who Conor McGregor is. Maybe people who were voting, some people just didn't know who Anderson Silva was. Like, I don't even know. Anderson Silva is a disgustingly awesome fighter. Well, Anderson Silva was named the GOAT by Conor McGregor himself. Yep. So, it's not as if uh, we're too far off the mark with that choice. It does, I do think it was a miss on our end by not having uh, Chuck Liddell. And I think that we would could have done better service to the people that were voting who may not be as uh, knowledgeable in, in all the different uh, UFC fighters to include some more like legendary names. Uh, but Anderson Silva, I think, just takes it anyways. So, hmm. USC two fifty, by the way, did not look very exciting. It was awesome. There was, was um, Sugar Sean, the dude with the um, the rainbow dreadlocks. Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Um. Uh. Is that his name? Yeah. Shook. Shook. The his guy, and then Cody Nola. Cody Nola. Is it Rambrandt or something? What's his last name? Garbrandt. Garbrandt. He, last second, stone cold, just hit right across the jaw, dropped his dude at the last possible second. Stone cold Steve um, Austin? Stone cold Steve Austin, yeah. Amanda um, Nunez was the main event. Amanda Nunez was the main event. She dominated her fight, which doesn't surprise anybody. She's getting to the point where, like, I don't know who the equivalent of Cyborg is. Because that, that was always Ronda Rousey's problem was, um, not problem, but people would say like, oh yeah, she's fighting all these girls who aren't on her level, have her fight Cyborg. I'm pretty sure Cyborg is a dude, number one. I don't believe that Cyborg is female. Like, those muscles are like, I've never seen another female with muscles like that. Yeah. So like, Amanda Nunez doesn't have anybody in her path that's even close to her talent level. I'm glad you brought up Ronda Rousey because I threw her up on the poll. I thought she'd get more love, but uh, I guess recency, uh, recent like years as far as UFA is con- UFC is concerned, she hasn't really done much. So, uh, but personally, I think if you're looking at this from not only just a fighter standpoint, but also from a draw standpoint, which I do think is important for for UFC because that's how they make their money is who's a draw. Uh, I think Ronda Rousey brought a lot to the sport. I think she deserved a little more love than she got. All right, so uh, let's get into some stats. All right. Oh, stats. All right, so we're going to start with records, and then we're going to move on to the fun facts. I did a fun fact for every single person. Uh, some of them are more fun than others. Uh, Anderson Silva, his record was 34-10 and 10 in the octagon. 
with one no contest, and he had a 17-match winning streak. Yep. That's why he's Damn, still that's impressive. 44 fights in the octagon is nuts, especially at his weight class, because he, he fights at 185, but he walks around at, like, 210. He drops his he drops weight yeah. and jump in and to fight forty four times in the octagon. Most of those times were for something of significance. Conor McGregor was twenty two and four in the octagon with nineteen KOs. Yeah. All four of his losses were submission losses. I think two of them were to Nate Diaz. No, no, no. One was a one was a decision. George St. Pierre. Mm, not enough twi- love. Seven, a, 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 very, a very fair amount of votes for George St. Pierre. GSP, 20, 26-2 in the octagon. Ooh. Eight KOs. He had 12 decisions. And every single defi- decision he had, he won all 12 of those decisions. Wow. Huntington Beach Bad Boy. Is that his name? That sounds right to me. Sexy as fuck. Yeah. It's him or Paul Macbeth. I forget. Uh, John Bones Jones, twenty six and one in the octagon with one no contest. The Huntington Beach uh, bad boy is Tito Ortiz, by the way. Not, oh, not that's on me. I'm so sorry. Sorry, Good GSP. Call. Sorry about that. Uh, ten KOs for John Jones. He also had ten matches go to decision. He won all ten of those. His one loss, I'm pretty sure, was a disqualification loss. So I don't think he's lost in the ring, but I could be wrong. I could have read that wrong. GSP. No, John, uh, no, Jones. John Jones. Uh, also, when your nickname's fucking jo- Bones, that's kind of scary. Uh, Ronda Rousey, twelve and two in the octagon, uh, with nine submission victories. Those Pretty two losses are what ruined her UFC career because, like, if you lose, okay, now in fighting, that now you're on a decline. Like, you can't lose. Like, losing isn't a good thing. And then you lose again, and that's when she was like, I need to do something different. Like, I'm emotionally unstable, psychopath, and I need to go make guaranteed money somewhere else. You can't lose twice in a row in the UFC and be successful. She was in right. Fast and the Furious. Hmm. Was cool. she both of those things? She wasn't very fast, no. She's pretty furious, though. Very furious. She always looks furious. She's got that pouty face. Yeah, she's got like, well, it's even like she has like the comical, like the eyebrows that go down and slant like when she's mad. Time for the fun facts, boys. Ooh, this sounds fun. Ronda Rousey won a bronze medal in the 2008 Olympics for judo. Hmm. Did not know that. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, Anderson Silva. Is he the spider? Yes. Uh, he has black belts in judo, taekwondo, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yes. Damn. Conor McGregor. Used to be a plumber. <laughs> He's got a nice crack. John Bones Jones was the youngest UFC champion at the age of 23. That's what you came up with for Bones Jones. I mean, there wasn't a lot of fun facts for him. So, I did, but that's like, a pretty good fact. I did double check, and he is fact. undefeated, too. So that's another fun fact. Uh, and George St. Pierre was a bouncer and a garbage man before being a fighter. Oh, In like UFC. that movie, the garbage kicking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon. Yep. Same guy. Same guy. Tony Danza. Tap dance extravaganza. Absolutely. And that's my fun facts. That was great, Andrew. Thank you. Alright. Oh, you should wait till we get to the next one. Well, we're going to dig into that next main entree right after another quick word from our sponsor. Alright, this week's main entree. Greatest of all time Harry Potter movie. Time to sink our teeth into this bad boy. Uh, we're actually, we just recently started a uh, watch through of all the Harry Potter movies, all of us, because fun fact, for one reason or another, my wife and I have never seen Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, which... We'll call that a damn travesty, Bob. 
which, as fate may have it, is actually the winner on our poll. With it's without a doubt. It's a no doubter. You can make argues for all of these. There's certainly, I lost my stats. There's certainly arguments for a few of these. I did agree with the fan group on a few things. I I did agree. No one gave Sorcerer Stone any love, and that's fine. Sorcerer Stone doesn't need love. It built the story. You learn the characters. You learn the main point. This is what's going on. Doesn't need the vote. Um, a lot of love for Chamber of Secrets, which is to be of no surprise because when we watched Chamber of Secrets, my wife and Zoe were like creaming themselves the entire time. <sighs> um, they love that movie. I think I've just seen it so many times that I'm just like, it's like background noise at this point, but it is very good. Very, very good. And then my last, before I jump into why Deathly Hallows Part 2 is the GOAT, um, I thought Goblet of Fire was egregiously higher than Prisoner of Azkaban. And I think people only picked Goblet of Fire because Edward from Twilight is in it. <laughs> I would disagree, he's, sir. he's dead for a reason. Just, I would just disagree, you guys sir. All that. Just telling you guys all that. No spoilers. Yeah, he's the next Batman. That I, you just reminded me of that, and now I hate Goblet of Fire that much more. I'm actually excited see, to see him as Batman. The thing that I like the most about Goblet of Fire is the competition, like the sports aspect of it with the Triwizard Cup. That's the reason why I like You get some of that, like though, throughout Goblet all the series with seeing the Quidditch matches. My wife from the other room wants to let everyone know that he was in Goblet of Fire before he even auditioned for Twilight. Alright. Thank it's you. Fair. fair. So really, the, the, the vampire from Twilight, the only vampire that's in Twilight, was on Harry, was in Harry Potter Goblet of Fire first. So wizards over vampires 10 out of 10 what, times. What would it take for you to knock the stench of Twilight off of uh, Robert Pattinson? Because he's actually quite a good actor. It's not like a hate. Like, it's not a deep hate. It's like um, if you made your money as like the teen heartthrob of a vampire movie. Vampire movies hit me different. Vampire movies get on my nerves so much. I don't understand the fascination with vampires and zombies. I don't get it. I don't understand why anyone liked The Walking Dead at all, whatsoever. Uh, Robert Pattinson, I'm sure, he's obviously not. He's now going to be Batman, and he sold 8 billion movie titles for Twilight. He's obviously super talented. I'm just not a fan. Uh, He was recently in that movie The Lighthouse, which was pretty pretty bizarre from what I've heard. I think Zoe said she's seen it, so... Did you watch it too late, or did she watch that by herself? I've never heard of it, so she must have watched it by herself. Okay. Um, I gave my vote to the Prisoner of Azkaban. Joe? What did you give your vote to? Deathly Hallows Part 2? Deathly Hallows Part 2. The reason why... Well, so Prisoner of Azkaban, I think, is the second best movie. I think it still keeps on with the same story. You get the same main characters. You meet Sirius Black. Tons of action. Great overall story. But Deathly Hallows Part 2 just ties everything together so well. Which is really funny since Deathly Hallows Part 1 is absolute garbage. It's awful. It's all storytelling leading up to part two. So, like, there's no action. There's zero action in the entire movie. They're physically walking. They're walking. That's all they do the entire time. Then you get to Deathly Hallows Part 2. They, they tie up loose ends. The action scenes are absolutely just bonkers incredible. Neville Longbottom becomes this, like, George Clooney stud. Like this heartthrob that everyone loves all of a sudden. So good. Yeah, I gave my vote for Goblet of Fire here. 
if you have not caught on yet. I think that movie's brilliant. Um, everything about it is great. My problem, personally, with The Prisoner of Azkaban, if there is a problem, I don't hate the movie, is that it's a little redundant at the end where they're going back and seeing the exact same thing they've already done. So it kind of feels like you're going through the movie a little bit more than you already are. Yeah. So to me, it just seems a little longer at the end. But, in fairness, it does introduce my favorite character in the Harry Potter universe. Serious Black. Black. Absolutely not. It's my favorite, so I thought maybe Remus Lupin, baby. Oh, yeah. Remus. I'm a big Lupin fan. Big Lupin guy over here. Harry Potter's actually... It's been in the news uh, the last couple of days, but not for good reasons. J.K. Rollins decided to open her mouth and say some dumb shit, and then double down on it subsequently. I 150,000% do not agree with J.K. Rowling said. I 100% respect that she did not back down from her stance. She did not pull a Drew Brees and just say, oh, everyone's hating on me. I have to change my opinion now. She was like, this is my opinion. This is how I feel about it. I'm an asshole for it, and I get that. Like, I don't agree with her whatsoever. I really don't 100% support the gay trans community to the nth degree but she didn't back down from her stance she was like nope this is how i feel guys like i've already made my money i don't need your money anymore <laughs> it's just such a bizarre but she the, the thing that i didn't like is that she claimed to be like friends of trans people and supportive of trans people at the same time disparaging them every time she made a comment but that's neither here nor there it's just it was funny how we chose that topic before that even became a like a thing in the news and then mm. the next day it was like exploding all over Twitter yeah real quick thing if you don't mind uh, I just forgot to say this earlier uh, I like the movie Deathly House part one uh, I like that it's slow and maniacal and it's very drawn out and I just enjoy the fact that it's so dark and grim okay. that's my opinion though uh, if you remember Lee, we saw that movie together for the first time we did it's a great time drive-in movies me you Danny Relevic I love with you yeah I love spending time with you and we uh, crushed really? we crushed a 30 rack of Mountain Dew that's disgusting <laughs> no wonder I have diabetes oh my fucking god <laughs> So, I do not put it on the record. I don't hate Death of Alice Part 1, but, like, it's my own fault. I walked into a movie where no one knew what was going to happen because we knew, all we knew was, was she was splitting the books up. She was taking Duffy Hollows and she was making it into two parts to make sure she got as much out of it as possible, story-wise, probably money-wise, too. The first movie is just, like, it's so slow. You guys know me, like, I I fall asleep for everything. I probably fell asleep. Like, but I know what happens because I read the book. So, like, I probably fell asleep in the middle of the movie theater. You, But then, like, on the complete opposite spectrum, Delvey Hollows Part 2 comes, and it's just like, you have everything. Everything. Voldemort oh, yeah. more comes back. Whoa. Hey, spoilers. Well, That's Big V to you, buddy. Uh, big, so, Big, big V, v. I say Big no Daddy spoilers v. if it's been over Big Daddy V. No spoilers if it's been over two years. It's I bet a few years over two years. I can't wait to see it to be honest with you. I might skip ahead and watch it. You're not allowed to. Absolutely not. Nope. That's disrespectful. Nope. That's like me saying, "Oh, I just I'm gonna go watch Endgame." Captain America, and I'm gonna go watch Endgame. That's true. I appreciate you guys sticking through all that. That was a good time. They it was were all great. great Thanks for I, And I only fell asleep through, if there was 15 of them, I only fell asleep through like seven of them. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like 12, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get some box office numbers real quick, if you don't Ooh, mind. Hit me. All right, we'll start at one Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, 90 on opening weekend, 90 million. Yeah. 318 million overall. It's an 81 on Rotten Tomatoes and an 82 audience score. Right. Not bad. Not bad. Chamber of Secrets, 88 opening weekend, million. 276 million overall. 83 on Rotten Tomatoes with an 80 audience score. All right. 
pretty much on the same par. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban pumps it up. Uh, 94 opening weekend, 250 million overall, which was down a little bit. That seems kind but, of weak. But 90 on Rotten Tomatoes with an 86 audience score. Nice. Goblet of Fire, 103 opening weekend, 290 uh, overall. Bumping it back up. 88 Rotten Tomatoes, 74 in the audience scores. Audience score was very low for that one. It was actually the lowest audience score. Bizarre. Which, of all of them? Yeah. Really? On Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Order of the Phoenix, 292 uh, overall, 77 opening weekend, the worst one. Uh, 78... Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 81 audience score. Not great. Uh, Half-Blood Prince had 78 opening weekend. Not great. 301 overall, which is overall up. 83 on the Rotten Tomatoes score, and then a 78 audience score. Uh, the best two, uh, money-wise, were Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2. Uh, Deathly Hallows Part 1 opening weekend, $125 million. Makes sense. With two hundred ninety six million overall, seventy seven Rotten Tomatoes score though, eighty five audience score, surprisingly high audience score for the Death Hills part. Is this all just shocked? Is this all just U S box office totals? This is just U S box. Okay, good. Uh, You had me nervous here. It's like one of these movies had to make close to a billion bucks. Oh yeah. Worldwide. Uh, Deathly Hallows Part 2, 169 million opening weekend, 381 overall. Whoa! Uh, 96 on Rotten Tomatoes with an 89 audience score. Fantastic. Movie's just fire. Just straight flames. Like you just ate a shit ton of food and now you're going to have flaming diarrhea. <sighs> Cheetos, flaming Cheetos. And I have a boatload of fun facts if you're ready for them. Um, hit me with the fun facts, baby. Joe, you ready for some fun facts? Let me get you. I have the uh, oh. box office for all of these. Perfect. Um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two Worldwide One Point Three Four Billion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Sorcerer's Goblet. Of- number two is actually Sorcerer's Stone, nine hundred and seventy-five million dollars. I was gonna say the Goblet of Fire was eight hundred and ninety-six million dollars. Damn. 897, my friend. I don't want uh, you to uh, round up, downplay. Round up. Round up, up you would be correct then. Um, you guys want to guess how much the series costs to make? All eight uh, movies combined. Uh, mm, give me a second. $1.2 billion. It's almost like you Googled 800? it. I um, did not, I swear. Wow. That's what it is. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's seriously what it is, if you didn't really if you really didn't Google it. I swear. Did I did I Google anything, Zoe? No. No. Thank you. And that means that my phone is right here. St- did not that, touch it. That means it was good for a six point five billion dollar profit over the budget. Ooh That's a spicy meatball. Yeah. It's almost as good as All the right. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not as good, but almost. I literally, the entire time he was talking about money, all I could think about was, all Mike's thinking of is how every Marvel movie makes a billion dollars, and Harry Potter is, has one, two, so he, they have one, two, three, four movies over 940 million, and only one movie over a billion. That's still good, man. That's good money. I know you like to, sh- I know you like to shit on billion dollar movies all the time and say they all make that much money, but they, they really don't. They're, they're few and far between. I'm just saying that just because a movie makes a billion dollars, and it's obviously a great movie, and I loved every movie we watched. I don't think there was a single Marvel movie that we watched that I didn't enjoy. I truly enjoyed all of them, but I feel like just, like, people love superheroes in general. Like, how did Batman vs. Superman do? Not as good as some of the Marvel movies, but pretty good. Look it up. Didn't mean to tangent, though. Didn't mean to tangent there. Well, I would consider Harry Potter a superhero movie. Just not the traditional style of superhero in a costume. That's actually a very interesting take that I don't disagree with. Lay, fun facts. Hit us. Yes, fun facts, fun facts. Oh, good. I think Cool Runnings is a superhero movie. (laughs) You're not wrong. Kiss my lucky egg. They are quick. 
J.K. Rowling was almost casted as Lily Potter, Harry's mother. Really? But turned it down to the last second because she didn't think that she would do a good enough job. Lily's mother, uh, Harry's mother, shows up like less than ten times. She couldn't. Yeah, get... she still she still thought it wasn't a good idea for her to be doing it. She wanted a more experienced actress doing it. The real the real reason was she probably couldn't get approved by SAG. SAG. Screen Actors Guild. I was gonna say, what is SAG? That's a joke. Oh. All right, I I don't get it. All right, next, uh, Robin Williams wanted to play Hagrid but was denied the opportunity because he was not a uh, British actor. He's also not large enough. Well, that too, but... There'd be a lot of CGI. And CGI back then was good, but not to the level where they could have made Robin Williams a really big man. Uh, Robin Williams, greatest of all time stand-up comedian. Three-way tie. <laughs> Let's not bring that up again. The lost episodes, the lost tapes of Go Radio, Standard Comedian. Maybe we can try that one again sometime. That's actually Owls. great for the listener pool. Sorry, sorry about that, Andrew. You're good. Owls were actually trained to carry letters. Wow. Those were real owls carrying real letters. I don't know how much was written on the actual letters, but uh, Harry Potter never casted a single spell in the Sorcerer's Stone movie. This is accurate. An absolutely mind-blowing fact that I had to think about it for a long time. He never actually casted a spell with his wand, which is just crazy. He never had a reason to. Harry Potter. Never casted a spell with his wand? In the first movie. He made made the snake disappear in the zoo, and when he picked up the wand, it, like, made his hair go up, but he didn't actually cast a physical spell. Only in Sorcerer's Stone. Right. Only in Sorcerer's Stone. Perfect, yes. that's yeah, I was about to lose my mind. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, the actor who played Draco Malfoy uh, okay. actually tried out for Harry Potter and Ron Weasley before trying out for Draco. He does a great job, and I hate Draco Malfoy, but I think that's a great attest to a villain. I think One... when you hate a villain... Yeah, I agree. He does a good job. One thing I noticed between the first movie and the second movie, specific to Draco, is his blonde hair looks like dog shit in the second movie. Like, he clearly, his hair got darker between the first movie and the second movie. And when they go back to bleach it, to get him back to that, like, bleach blonde look, you can see, like, the dark roots. Doesn't look very good. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, Harry essentially had, like, 5 o'clock shadow in the second movie, and he was only supposed to be, like, 12 years old. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Uh, Hugh Grant was almost cast to be Gilderoy Lockhart. Ooh, that would have been Chamber awesome. The guy that does play him looked almost like Ewan McGregor. He did. Uh, Moaning Myrtle, the actress who did who played Moaning Myrtle, uh, who's Moaning Myrtle is a teenage girl, was actually thirty six years old when they started the filming. <laughs> yep, I I knew that one. I knew that one, and I it blew my mind. She is easily a top three most annoying character in Harry Potter. Easily. I got three more fun facts. I got three more minutes. Russia tried to sue the Harry Potter movie series because they said Dobby looked like Vladimir Putin. (laughs) Fair. Very fair. (laughs) Uh, Michael Jackson wanted to turn Harry Potter into a musical. All right. Interesting thought. Yeah, especially given given what we know about Michael Jackson now. I was not going to go there, but yes. There he is. Uh, Last but not least, Harry himself, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, went through 160 pairs of glasses while filming all the movies and over 60 wands. Wow. Why? I don't know. Do I look like a genius? Yeah. Do you look like a wizard? Um, Well, I know they broke a lot in the movies. But maybe they actually broke a lot in real life. Well, they didn't have to break them. Remember, they she broke them a couple of times, and then Hermione fixed them. In in real life, you can't actually use magic to fix them, so they probably. I wonder how many wands. That's a good point. I wonder how many wands Ron went through because his was taped (laughs) together with scotch tape. (laughs) I loved scotch tape, Ron. Scotch tape, Ron is a um, great name for a band. Number one, and. um, just one of the best characters in cinematic history. Scotch Dave Brown. Absolutely. Mm. All right. 
That was greatest of all time. Harry Potter movie. We'll be right back with our light dessert after this quick ad. Alright, this was a really fun suggestion for a poll. Greatest of all time cartoon show theme song. And this one got a lot of interaction. There was a lot of people commenting above and beyond just voting. There was a lot of additional um, options that were thrown up on the poll that mm -hmm. would get one or two votes. Um, let's get the big thing right out of the way, right up top. We completely dropped the ball and forgot to put Scooby-Doo on the poll. No, 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 no. I'm going to defend myself here. I ran the group this week. I typed out Scooby-Doo, where are you? And I remember this because I always was like, Scooby-Doo, where are you? With a question mark. But it's Scooby-Doo, where are you? With an exclamation point. And I was like, that's weird. But I kept going. I must have deleted it. Because I had Scooby-Doo in there. We use Ranker. And Scooby-Doo is a top like five. It might be number one. And I am mortified when Andrew texted me yesterday. He's like, how'd you miss Scooby-Doo? I was like, no way. But honestly, I don't know if Scooby-Doo would have done that well on this list. I think it would have split votes with the Flintstones and been somewhere in the same realm as the Magic School Bus and Chippendales. Uh, so you nailed it. I definitely would have had a vote for Scooby-Doo. So it would have gotten at least one vote. But that's also on me for not remembering, for or any of us, for all seeing it, and no one in the group added it. We all just had a brain fart. So maybe we should just say Scooby-Doo wins, just because, like, we he, they deserve a little clout. Uh, I don't think so. Because okay. that number one was DuckTales. Ooh. Um, Fire that, track. Somebody in the comments said DuckTales slaps. Which is accurate. 100%. I heard like a rock... like Still a punk. I heard like a punk rock remix of the song today that was fire. Uh, and it's a great cartoon show to top it all off. But every great cartoon show has to have a great theme. And that's the greatest, if you ask me. Great, great theme song to a great cartoon. Um, I was actually thinking about how Andrew came up with this topic he had music this week and mike for probably the first 10 to 15 seconds talks was like yeah no like we're not gonna that's that's kind of like you know i'm not just trying to watch spongebob win this whole thing uh spongebob got a vote so that was good no sorry two votes zoe decided to throw spongebob a vote bone and um speaking of zoe um she's the one who added fairly odd parents who got second place Miss on my part, and I was mortified because Fairly Odd Parents is one of the best songs ever for a cartoon. I absolutely love it. Um, that was great fan added vote right there. God, um, it only lost. Scooby Doo votes, so. was number one, by the way, yeah, on Ranker. That quick thing, it, it was, was on the Insta picture. Uh, quick thing, uh, I did not come up with this topic. I will not take any responsibility. Zoe came up with this topic. Uh, while I'm also on this, uh, my topic that I came up with, Capri Sun flavors, I forgot to mention, was not came up with me, but my our buddy Zach Curland, who was drinking Capri Sun on the disc golf course today, uh, the other day. So. He brought a Capri Sun with him? He said it's, it's the flex play <laughs> for the summer. And I said, I, I don't disagree with you. It's a great way to break up your alcohol consumptions. Oh my. Wow. Oh, my. Uh, while we're on the Ranker topic, there were a couple of Rankers that missed our top 15 that made Ranker's top 15, including Scooby-Doo. The Jetsons. Uh, not a huge Jetsons fan. It was eight on Ranker. Uh, your wife, Mike, seems to love the Jetsons for some <laughs> reason, but hates everything else, so it doesn't make any she, sense. So. Your wife knew what the Jetsons was, but didn't know that the Flintstones wasn't just a live-action movie. <laughs> I cannot justify that fair that with the response i have no, no no explanations no no uh number 12 on ranker was the, Ooh, the animaniacs yeah. song's pretty good i forgot it's all about the animaniacs good. very good very good i don't think it would have done well on this list but great song 
great song. Uh, and then also, 14 was Pinky and the Brain. Pinky not a Pinky brain. and the Brain fan, but it's not yeah. a bad song. A uh, couple of ones on our top 15 that did not make Rankers uh, top 25 would be uh, the Bubble Guppies, but it's shout out to May. She's a big no, fan. No, Bubble Guppies slaps. And I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm saying shout out to May. Bubble Guppies got more votes than SpongeBob and the Pink Panther, G.I. Joe, The Simpsons, and Transformers. <laughs> and Gummy Bears. And Gummy and Bears. I, I don't know what Gummy Bears is either. I'm thinking uh, that, that they also... meant Care Bears. <laughs> no, it's Gummy Bears. No, 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 no. I don't know what we're talking up. about. Also, so The Proud Family was not in Rankers Top 25, but it's no, a very good song. It's like Destiny's Child, right? Yeah, you can't go wrong with Destiny's Child. I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle needed more love. I don't even know what that theme song is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Heroes in a Half wow, Shell, sounds super Turtle legit. Power. It's great. Uh, sounds power. awful. <laughs> you never watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Absolutely not. What is wrong with you? Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid, and then when I got older, I had Why? no interest in watching it. Uh, my parents disapproved of fighting. That's why I'm a pansy. <laughs> That's why. Zo- okay, Zoe is going ham sauce in the background right now. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing. She can't hear Dude, us, so. she's like... Oh, Ariana Grande. Oh, she's listening to Ariana Grande. <laughs> oh, Ariana Grande murdered Mac Miller. Put that on the record. Alright, back That's to, back to our week. topic. Uh, I thought it was kind of a little crazy <laughs> that The Simpsons didn't get one vote. Um, just my opinion. I'm curious what what people think is the better theme songs, Family Guy or the Simpsons theme song? Family, They're family very guy. Rivalry. Family it's guy. Family Guy. I, I see. I Simpsons is I so like basic. Family Guy theme song, but the, the but the Family Guy theme song is annoying because Lois's voice is painful to listen on to. On purpose. That's on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but that's why when I get the option when I'm watching on like Netflix or whatever Family Guy's on, I always skip the intro. Family Guy is literally meant to just be a parody of a theme song, and it slaps. It didn't get any love on here, obviously, which was like... I mean, I only planned on... I added 10, I think, and I wasn't trying to add every single one. I was hoping for some fan reaction, which we got lots of, so... But Family Guy slaps. Hey. Also, big big shout-out to Arthur Roy for voting for Pink Panther, the only vote Pink Panther got. It was but, uh Rankers list. It was super high in Rankers List, which I was going to say, uh, Arthur is a man of the people. Uh, big, speaking of Arthur, big shout out to the cartoon show, Arthur, which also has a theme song that slaps and got no love. Oh, man. Oh, I didn't even one. think about Arthur. Hey, Very good. what a wonderful kind of day. That song, that song is fire. To work and play. Oh, what a good one! My I think I did not even. Think I think of that. Our, P- PBS had a lot of fire ones. Magic School Bus, Arthur, and Franklin. Hey, it's Franklin. That's a good one, yeah. yeah. That was Nickelodeon coming over to play. I thought it was PBS. Uh, it, was, it was definitely it was Nickelodeon. Right Little Bear. Yeah, it was Little Bear's good show too. Little bear. Yeah, they did a good job. So, like, DuckTales being number one, really great. Um, a lot of love for the Flintstones. You saw the demographic that kind of was voting for the Flintstones, too. But Flintstones is an iconic theme song. has to be on the list. I think it fell in the right spot. And oh. big ups to Jared Martin for throwing in Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Great Absolutely. Theme song. Great, great, theme great throw in. Ch-ch-ch-chip-and-dale. Uh, gets me every time. Danny Phantom is low-key a sick theme song. I, I listened to I it today. Like go with a very deep. We get because isn't Invader doesn't Invader Zim have a great theme song? I've never watched like Invader Zim. Danny Phantom is like a ripoff of Pokemon, though. That's fair. Literally, it's a good literally rip-off. says, "Gotta catch them all." Uh, another one that we didn't talk about, but I mean, it's it's fine. It's, we're, we're talking greatest of all time, but just Thundercats. Ooh. Dude, Thundercats got a bomb theme song. Thundercat, Thundercat, ho! <sighs> Gives me all hyped up on Mountain Dew. Like you just drink a 30 rack while watching Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 1. <laughs> driving. Ooh, Tailspin! 
It's another good. Oh, all those, Tailspin all those good Disney too. afternoon cartoons were fire. Oh, they were. Hey Arnold's a good one. Hey Arnold. There's so many good ones. Hey Arnold is There's definitely so many the lower ones. part of the list. You can't have like if we're going instrumental. I mean. There's Pink Panther, which got no love. Simpsons. Inspector Gadget only got minimal amount of love, and Inspector Gadget slaps. Oh, how about Rocco's Modern Life? It's another yeah. Guy. Oh, uh, so I'm on Ranker right now. 62, Disney's Adventure of the Gummy Bears. Is that what we're talking about? I guess so. Yeah, Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears All is right. a TV show. It's like around the... Is it, um, it was, I think it was a Nickelodeon show. Lee literally just said it was Rocco's Modern Life. Lee literally just said it was Disney. Oh my bad. I was reading. Uh, is is Dex- Dexter's Laboratory? Is that good? Uh, I haven't seen it, but Rocco's Modern, Modern Life sixty one. Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls not bad. Ed Ed and Eddie. Uh, there. Ed, Ed, I Eddie. I saw online a couple lists that had love for uh, Dragon Ball Z randomly. No. Didn't even consider it's a, that. Neither did I. Don't worry, the Proud Family is number fifty-six on Ranker. Hey, that's severely underrated. A lot of love for Ranker here this week. Right around King of the Hill. Um. All right. Any other takeaways here from uh, Goat Cartoon Show theme before we go off the rails any more than we already have? Uh, Dexter's was... Laboratory was thirty-two. Just so you guys know. Yeah. I was really proud of the amount of votes and the amount of interaction we got on that one. I thought it was a really fun topic. It was easy. Um, people could kind of get the nostalgia feel to it, and I, I really loved that part. DuckTales is a fire track, so I, I, I'm not surprised that it won. And, um, yeah, we'll try to come up with some good ones for next week, too. Lee, any last thoughts? Uh, my vote was for Pokemon. Uh, I think it's severely underrated on what the the fans thought. Uh, if you're talking about a theme song that can really get you amped up really quick, Pokemon theme song's right up there. Uh, but overall, uh, I think the fans did a great job this week. Uh, UFC fighter was spot on for the most part. I could, it could go either way for me. Uh, Capri Sun flavor was great, and, uh, Harry Potter movies was perfect, so. Well, just a quick, argue the fans quick recap. Goat Capri Sunflavor Pacific Cooler, Goat UFC Fighter Ooh. Anderson Silva, Goat Harry Potter Ooh. Movie Deathly Hallows Part 2, and Goat Cartoon Show Theme Song DuckTales. And that is all we have for this week. Thank you to the fans who voted, and if you want to join in on the fun, please join the fan group at facebook.com slash group slash goat radio podcast and follow us on Instagram at goat underscore radio. Shout out to Eric Bellinger for the outro music. You can catch him on iTunes and Spotify along with Spose and Go Radio. Please support us in the Age of Radio Syndicate by visiting ageofradio.org slash go radio. Thank you everyone for listening and long live the goat. Let's go.